Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. Thank you for joining us today. This is your host, Sarah Taylor, and I am joined by my Fab Five ladies, Kathleen, Claudette, Catherine, and Whitney today. And we're going to be discussing what I think is a very, very important topic, procrastination, and how do you stop it? I want to first kind of dive into what kind of things we all procrastinate about. And then a little bit more on the why. Why are we procrastinating? And then, you know, what are our tools that we're all using to get ourselves out of procrastination and moving forward? Really, you know, relevant to the title of our show, Beyond Your Best Plans. How are you moving forward and getting out of procrastination? So I want to ask you ladies, what is something that you are procrastinating about this week? Do we want to admit this? I don't know. Uh, There you go. The procrastination of procrastination. I'll I'll go first. There have been some automations in my business I need to do. And I've found myself, I do a board technique where I have three things every day that I do. And I have found myself shifting down the automations and moving up other things. (laughs) And I I was like, why am I doing that? And, you know, my path is searching for the truth within me, the eternal truth. And we've talked about that. So I started digging into that today and Mm -hmm. a little bit of a fear came up. And, you know, I know that I have discovered in the past with my clients and with, you know, conversations on this before, procrastination is usually based in an underlying fear of something. Mm-hmm. And so I begin to dig into it and, you know, I'm honest with where I'm at <laughs> and, and I'm like, why, why am I so fearful of this? And the belief behind it was, well, if my growth explodes, like I've been growing consistently, but if it explodes, then I won't, I can't handle it. That was the belief that came up right? Can't handle it. And our ego will will believe something that's kind of generic, general, can't handle it. And and you guys can't see me, but I'm putting in quotes, the it, like, what is the it, right? Like, and so I begin to get truth on that and break that down. And the it was, they'll, you know, I won't be able to have the same level of customer service, da, da, da. but that's actually not true. Because I've been training facilitators and they're in place now, right? So I'm just like, it began to be just a general fear. I can't handle it. And then I started to see how it was a theme of my life in a few different things and how it has held me back and is just now coming to the surface, you know? So I think if we're honest with where we're at 
And I kept seeing me push that, those two items down, put other items up. I would get those done because I, I can work. I can get some stuff done. And then I would push that. And I'm like, but those two items, once it's automated, it's a whole new game. Right. And so that's after I noticed it, this has been going on two or three weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm kind of running out of time now. I need to push this up and do it. And once I removed the can't handle it, I got the truth that I can handle everything when connected to the divine within me. Mm, then I, I yeah, I asked the truth to write that on my heart so I won't forget it. And that's like saving it to our hard drive in our soul. And at that point, I just went, ah, and I knocked one of the things out before the call. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> no more procrastination. I love it, Claudette. Like, hey, yes, you got to slay that mother. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that mine is around work as well. Go figure. And it's usually doing something that I don't like to do. And that's writing or, which it's crazy because there's so much writing that's happening in my life right now. But right now it is social media. I'm Mm -hmm. really disconnected from social media. And in order to continue to get the message out, doing what I'm doing, sending all the stuff out that I have to, to connect with more people, you know, I need to be on social media and it's not something that I'm connecting with right now. And so the procrastination is about, what's not feeling right for me. And what I've done for writing is I've hired, you know, a VA to help me do some of the writing. So all I have to do is edit it because I'm really a perfectionist in many ways. And I'm, let me rephrase that. I've been a perfectionist in many ways in the past. And um, for writing for me is, takes a long time for me to feel like it's good enough. And so when I just give the material to someone else and let them put it together for me, then I can edit that and it's much better. So I seek assistance. I don't have to do it all myself now, which is, Mm. yeah, I think that's a big message for all of us. For anyone who's listening, lots of times we feel that we need to do it on our own. And we are always co-creating one of the messages for my private group from grief to belief stepping stones this morning, uh, the channeled message was we are always co-creating no matter what we're co-creating. We're co-creating the doubt or we're co-creating the belief that we can do whatever we're meant to do. So that's what I've been doing. Mm, I love that Kathleen. I'm kind of hearing it's not about the how, but the who, right? So who can help you out if you are procrastinating about something? Is it maybe just something you shouldn't be dealing with anyway, right? And and then who is it that's going to help fill in? It's what's in alignment with you. So sometimes when you're procrastinating, are you procrastinating because it's just not in alignment with you? So procrastinating doesn't always have to be bad from my perspective. Mm. it, It doesn't mean that we're avoiding something because it's right for us. It's really about, Claudette mentioned it, just drop into your heart. Well, she didn't say drop into your heart, but she's got her truth, but which to me means drop into your heart and, and connect with self. And if it's truly something you're avoiding, what is the reason you're avoiding it? And if it's something that you have to get done, then ask someone to help you. And if not, then is it right for you at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that you both mentioned kind of getting into truth or getting into your heart because isn't it 
believe I've read it before that sometimes we stay stuck because of literally a chemical in the brain keeping us there. That's it's like a safety mechanism in our brain that kind of keeps us stuck in a position or procrastinating because change could mean a lot of different things. And that could mean that it's perceived as not a great space, right? Claudette kind of said that where she was having some fears around it, right? And so really her her brain was kind of protecting herself. But when you get out of your head and into your heart, right? And it was, yeah. Yeah, I was listening to a book on my way back from Boston this morning and it's Taming Your Outer Child by Susan Anderson. And it, it came up just that, Sarah. I think it was the pituitary gland that that um, it is the protection that that's where your program is. It's your subconscious of why you continue to go back to what you knew, not because you want to, but it's just because it's a program. Wow. Also, I mean, what I do when I'm working with clients is I help them create new stories around the story they've had programmed, it's reprogrammed their story. Mm, I love that. Yeah, it's like it's like you've been to a room and you know what the room is like so many times. And then someone else goes, we'll go two doors down and turn to the left and go to that room. You're like, but I don't know what's in that room, right? Like it's, it, we're just not as comfortable. So going back to the chemical in your brain instinct, it's like it could be dangerous because we don't know. The unknown with instinct feels a little dangerous, right? And and that goes along with whatever story, belief that we have happening. So, yeah. Mm, I love that. Yeah. The primal brain always trying to protect us, right? Anytime we sensed even a little bit of uncomfortability, resistance, fear, right? Like primal brain. And that's that first layer of thought and thinking and voice that tries to come in and talk us out and protect us. And it's always present. And it's what I heard like is just this incredible level of consciousness Kathleen and Claudette around the triggering of fear uh, that occurs in that primal and rising above it to that consciousness that this is what's happening. Because the procrastination, you know, it's like the fear of failure. It's the two core fears, failure and fear of rejection. Right. And I heard the fear of failure, failure rooted in it, Claudette. Fear of success, Catherine. Mm hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is procrastination. I feel like a good rooting of it. And Kathleen, that we're always co-creating, like no matter what, right, that we're not alone here in the physical and outside of the physical realm. You mentioned writing, Kathleen, and I was like, oh, my soul sister is speaking. Same. There's some writing projects that like I just put to the side because I've been in such action mode with wrapping up the Fit District business loan so we can bring it into reality, create it into reality and like a lot of action around that. And so like slowing down to write like doesn't even feel like 
Like I know in my soul, it's the best thing right now to do. And it's like that primal brain is like, is in go, go, go mode right now. And so I've just been, it's like been on the list, the top of the list, but like continues to get overlooked. And I need to write about, you know, like I'm about to go into like recruiting mode with fit district. So, you know, writing out like the avatar around the who for the different positions and like how critical that exercise is. And then like, you know, digging in even deeper into like my why so I can start speaking that more as fit district comes to life and, you know, making connections in the local community and all that. So like all this stuff, like, like, yeah, it's slowing down, but it's essential. And, you know, it's like that fear of failure. Like I got to keep going, 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 like till I go to sleep to like get all these pieces wrapped up. It's like, just, it's just carving out some time. So that's what's been coming up for me lately. As soon as I, you asked the amazing question and thank you, Sarah, for that. Cause I, feel like digging into it and like speaking it, it's going to, I'm going to like do it now. Mm, I love it. Action. So she is committing ladies. Yes. Um, to, yes. She's committing to doing her writing this week. I, I hear it. With me. And I think she's super serious about it and she's just going to break through and make it happen. I love that. That's awesome. Catherine, Whitney, what month shows up? It, well, it shows up a little differently for me, and it tends to be around when I am overworked and on the verge of, we could say burnout. So the, it's been almost three years now that I have worked solely for myself, and one of the things that I made a commitment to was that I would work when I wanted to work doing things that I wanted to do with people that I wanted to work with. Well, the real interesting part of that is that I love all of what's going on and things are happening that I hadn't actually contemplated, right? That I am enjoying and it is actually resulting in me working more than I thought I would have. And I have been really good up until, I would say a couple months ago, I've been really good at keeping, being very particular about what I do and how I have structured my days. And I think the last time, I mean, I took some time off over the holidays. I had planned to, and we're talking 2020 holidays, um, had planned to actually totally shut it down, got involved in a couple of projects that were happening in the new year that required me to do planning and some work over that holiday period. So in reality, I haven't had any downtime since September of last year. And I feel like it's catching up with me. And because I haven't been as committed and disciplined to planning my days, sort of going And, you know, I get up, I do my morning routine, set my intention, but I have not really like 
I do time blocking, right? And have not gone through and, and time block, including my downtime. So what I have been finding myself doing is just spontaneously taking downtime, which is because it's not structured is taking, I'm doing it longer and longer. So for me, what I've noticed, my pattern is that, and this goes to what you guys have said, we're getting something out of the procrastination, right? There is a positive in it. There's a benefit in it. And so I am, the benefit is that I'm getting some downtime. The, the not so great benefit of it is that it is pushing off things that need to get done, which is causing me to do them at the last minute. The good part of that is I don't walk around with guilt. I don't have any guilt. There's no guilt cycle about this. So I have worked myself to a place in life where the guilt cycle is pretty non-existent, but it doesn't negate the fact that I am probably not doing my best work and I am creating some level of stress having to get things done at the last minute and multiple things. So it's interesting. I didn't (laughs) really... remember that this was our topic. I just recorded another podcast. This was the topic of the podcast is this whole concept of procrastination. And so I do recognize this is my pattern, right? When I am overworked and the the solution for me is simply to give myself permission to do that. And that's one of the things that I did over the weekend. I had done no work over the week and taking the time, recognizing what it is and dig into the why a little bit. But it really, for me, goes back to recognizing what needs to be done and then planning it out. What I heard from that was that you are going to start blocking out some you time, which is so powerful. And I think that in turn, what you're getting back is better work, right? When you do return yeah. back to work, no, right? it, a better I'm, you. I'm planning a vacation. We're Ooh. we're looking at a, a a vacation in time, and and absolutely, it's like if I can get that that time, then I don't have to take the time from somewhere else, and I need to be better on a daily basis, weekly basis to just planning it in. It solves all of that for me. So that's where I'm going. Sarah, I know that you haven't gone yet, but I just want to add something to that. It's just, it's almost on the, it's just like on the opposite end a little of what you said, Whitney, because I I totally get about that scheduling. When you were talking, I was like, oh, I should be scheduling more, like very strategically scheduling. And yet I've been trying to be more, open with the flow, you know, being present with what presents and allowing and receiving. And still, I think some scheduling would be helpful, but, oh, where was I going to go? It's definitely a balance. balance. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a balancing act, right? Because, you know, every week we record and Catherine is either planning to go have fun or she just came back 
for having fun. I know Catherine's like our our representative of fun. (laughs) I absolutely and I am proud, honored to do it and happy to do that role. (laughs) And see, so she schedules her fun in. And so there is absolutely a place for that. And at the same time, there is some going with the flow. And if you feel a need to take some time for yourself, do that. The challenge becomes if, if you are not doing sort of either, right? And it starts to create and in you something that then gets in the way. You know, procrastination really, it's about delaying something unnecessarily. So planned delays are okay. The problem with procrastination is when it keeps you from getting things done or it creates in you levels of guilt or stress that become, you know, a cycle and it's feeding itself and, and, again, creating problems for you. So the fact that you put something off in and of itself is not an issue, right? Unless you're doing it so habitually that it's creating other issues. Either you're not getting your work done or it's creating stress that's impacting your mental, physical, emotional health, something like that. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. And I have like, two thoughts on that. And thank you, Whitney, for the access to making me like remember some things that, yeah, how procrastination has been really present for me in my life over the years, even thinking back like college, like waiting to the last minute on projects and studying and then like pulling all-nighters and adding a lot of stress, getting it done, yes, but a lot of stress in the process that could have been avoided, right? Had procrastination not been there. And my story around it, like, thank you for taking me to deep a deeper level of, like, a story like, oh, I work well under pressure, right? But do I? Like, do I? Yes. Do I get it done? But is there a lot of additional stress? And is that uh, could better results have been achieved had I like stepped into it more, not procrastinated? And one of the things now that helps because like we're all super busy, like we all are juggling like so many things in a week, so many people, relationships right? Events, book writing, like you name it between all of us, we're doing it. And like, it's always a matter of like, what's the most important right now? So like from procrastination, like realizing it's present, like it's every morning, like I do like write out, like what are the most important things of the day? Like integrating time blocking in on it and like really focused in on like, what is going to give me like the best, most optimal results. And it may be meditating. It may be going for a walk in nature, slowing down to write, calling someone, having a meeting, doing a podcast, right? So what's important to you? What is your why? And then like, even of the day, like thinking of that and then blocking time out and adding that into the schedule, that's helped me stay on top of what 
it like I've got to handle in that day. Yeah, I love it. What do they say? If you're not planning, you're planning to fail, right? So why not plan to create success? Yeah, like it's our agenda. If it's not our agenda, it's not our intention. Like it's someone else's. And sometimes I become someone else's and it's all right. One of my businesses in the um, financial world, things pop up every freaking day that are unexpected that I got to handle. I got to make time for, I got to get on a call for, I got to, sometimes it turns into hours and it's like, like drives me bonkers, but it's just part of it. Right. And so I try to create even more intentionality around my schedule there to try to minimize that and delegate as well. So like delegation, like what are you procrastinating on? There's a reason probably because it, whatever the reason is, but can you also give some of these things to like other people? Like Kathleen was integrating into the conversation. We've all talked about the business piece of this, but procrastination goes into your personal relationships as well. Oftentimes we avoid difficult conversations. That's part of procrastination. And when we procrastinate having that difficult conversation with someone that's important to us, that causes more stress. It creates more negative energy around you and it just compounds and gets bigger because we avoid it. So instead of avoiding your difficult conversation, hit it head on and say, listen, we've got to have a conversation. It's not going to be easy, but I'd like to have a conversation. When can we have that? We did and that. We just had an episode. We just had an episode on that. So yeah, I would direct audience back to the episode. It is called The Power of the Confront. So go back and look in our library and it's some great, some great conversation around that and how to, to not let difficult conversations keep you from moving forward. That's a good point though, Kathleen. Kathleen, Kathleen and I had this underlying tension. We both had picked up on it and we really didn't know what it was. And I was going to be in Charlotte and wanted to see Kathleen. And I was like, let's go to dinner. And then we did. And Kathleen, how did you open it? You just said, I felt uncomfortable around you. And I want to have. I I could feel some tension between the two of us. I'm not sure what it is. And I'm not sure that you know what it is, but let's just talk about it. Well, and we talked about it and we explored it and it's totally gone. I mean, I don't feel it anymore. Do you? Yeah. No, good. but we could have avoided it and let it groan and it become bigger. And then what happens there, and I won't stay on this, but it explodes out. Like, because that is energy and pressure that builds up. So that's why procrastination over having that conversation never freaking works. Because what happens is if we feel tension, we're looking for reasons to support that. So we're actually looking for more evidence of the tension. It's like if you start thinking about a blue BMW, you're going to see blue BMWs. And so you start looking for that and it just builds up in energy. And then once that energy is just too much, it explodes and it creates more problems where we just had a simple dinner conversation. It was good, done, one of the best places I've ever eaten at. It's one of my, it's my favorite place in Charlotte now. 
And it was just, it was beautiful. So don't procrastinate the conversations you need to have, especially we care about each other. That's why we had it. Because if you care about someone, don't procrastinate it because of fear or rejection. Care about them enough to have that conversation, right? I love it. That's the power of the confront. And I shifted my language because I was super, super uncomfortable and afraid of and procrastinated on the confront type conversations. And I shifted that language to a care front, which just feels so much better because exactly what Claudette is speaking into. It's because you love the person you care. And I just have to mention, we are five ladies. Ladies often like to chit chat. And I had no idea that this was even going down in our ladies group. And I think that's just a testament to the character and how much we love each other. And we just work shit out amongst it at the source. Mm. Well, I think what I'm really hearing from each of you, you know, Claudette, what would happen if you don't create that drip campaign or, you know, that follow-up automation process how many lives are you leaving behind how many people are you not touching how many people you know what is the the procrastination you know Whitney when you're too tired and overworked how you know are you giving your best and what does your best create and so by moving past the procrastination all of us are changing lives the ripple effect of just taking action on one step of our life has this massive effect. And, you know, uh, Kathleen, what words should you be sharing of yours that would make an impact on someone's life? And, you know, for me, I'm procrastinating uh, relaunching this book. It's just silly that I haven't even done it. It's so simple. It's 90% done. And, you know, why am I procrastinating that? And what am I preventing the world from having access to? Right. And so I think even seeing how your change in taking the next step forward and stopping the procrastination can really affect a lot of lives and realizing that aren't we all being a little selfish in procrastination? Right. You know, it's one way to kind of consider what right do we have to being that selfish? And preventing all of the good from happening forward. I love that the message here is progress. No more procrastination. You know, we're, we're all stopping and kind of taking a moment to self-reflect and think and get back into our hearts, out of our heads and taking steps forward to stopping the procrastination. And, and I think it's been said several times today, but I have to agree. It's, you know, is it fear of rejection? Is it fear of failure? It's generally one of the two and, and kind of getting into what that feeling and getting past it and making that next step of progression is really what we're all about. So you, the listener, I would just ask that you ask yourself what you're procrastinating about and maybe what you're holding back on where others could thrive and benefit from you not procrastinating any longer. Thank you, Sarah, for the powerful question of how am I impacting the world with my procrastination? Mm. That just landed on my heart and soul. Just 
like that is what's super present for me. And it is keeping me from building my team. It's keeping me from communicating the message further of fit district, mm-hmm. building relationships in the local community and continuing to help elevate the world through what my mission is. And that is like everything to me. So, you know, get feeling that helps me get into action. So thank you. Mm, and, you know, Catherine, take it another level. You could be saving a life. Someone's health getting back into a better state means that they're not having a heart attack. It means that they don't have high blood pressure. It means that the diabetes is going away. You know, those things are huge. Uh, That sadness may go away. Like, you know, someone starts to exercise regularly, chemicals are released. And, you know, so Sarah, your point was amazing because the minute you said it, what came into my heart was beyond the wall of, you know, procrastination is your destiny awaiting. Mm. that's like what came to me. So thank you for sparking that. Beautiful. Yeah. And so what came to me was your voice matters, no matter what it might be about, whether it's a personal relationship or a business or a goal, your voice matters and it's needed out there, not just for you, but for others. And if you find yourself procrastinating, one of the key things that I've used in the past and still do is a accountability partner. Have someone that keeps you accountable. Speak to them for five minutes a day, just on one particular goal, whatever that might be. Just speak with them five five minutes a day and it it makes a difference. Great advice. Yeah, love that. Accountability partner, for sure. I just want to, Catherine brought this up earlier about the why, being clear on your why. why. Why are you doing whatever you're doing? And letting the importance of that be part of what keeps you on track, along with tools of accountability, but particularly in the area of personal relationships, since Kathleen brought this up, why do you need to have that conversation? Why is it important, right? And when we can connect with the why, it helps to keep us committed to that goal moving forward. I would say, as it relates to sort of the time management things. One, don't overcommit. Learn how to say no, right? Learn how to say no to something so that you're not overcommitted, so that you don't get burnt out and then are stealing time, taking time from things that you've committed to that need to get done so that you're then sort of forced to do these things at the last minute. I think there's one other thing that we haven't talked about. And as it relates to time, we are often overly optimistic about how much time things take. And so when you are planning things out, get real about how much time something actually takes so that you don't find yourself sort of overcommitted or overscheduled. You may not even be overcommitted, but you don't you haven't allowed yourself the amount of time you actually need to get something done. And it can help start a cycle of overwhelm 
And, and a lot of times procrastination is about being overwhelmed, feeling like there's too much, you don't have enough. And so you get paralyzed. So those are the uh, couple of things I'd like to leave our audience with. So thank mm, you. I love that, Whitney. And, you know, sometimes for me, the fear of failure is just, I can't fail if I don't get started. <laughs> Right. Like there is no failure if you don't attempt. And so, man, what a great episode, ladies. And thank you all for sharing your, you know, your moments of where you're procrastinating in your life. And to the audience, we just ask you to actually write to us and let us know what you're procrastinating about and what it means to move past the procrastination and move forward to the progress. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to connecting you with you on our next episode. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.